As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. Ready to do some spoilers? Oh, yeah. Let's sift spoil Sicario 2, Dia del Soldado. Sounds so much better. Well, especially, well, I guess we should, we should just say Sicario Dos, although the two isn't actually in the title. I didn't even realize until much after I'd seen Sicario that Sicario was a Spanish word for Hitman. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I just hadn't uh, seen that. And I guess the original title for this was just supposed to be Soldado, which makes a lot of sense, right? Because the first one's Hitman, called Hitman, the second one's called Soldier. But I think they didn't trust the audience to know it was a, a Sicario sequel. I wouldn't either. So Sicario colon Soldado didn't feel right to them. Hitman and Soldier. Hitman Soldier. So I think it would anyways. have been cool. It, it, if I, nothing else, it should have been Diadel, right? Yeah. Like it should, instead of going to English for the day of. Yeah. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Now we get to talk about all the details in the movie. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't seen it, go away. Because we don't want to ruin it for you. And also, it may be a little bit confusing because we're kind of going to jump around uh, to different spots in the movie. Uh, I think for this one, I don't know what you think. I think going chronologically through this one might make it easier just to discuss. Well, uh, that's fine. If you have stuff chronologically you want to discuss, I was going to say there's not much to discuss in this except the end. Oh, um, I, t- I totally disagree. Yeah, so what other things do you want to discuss? Okay, kind of take so, me there so we can kind of go through some of the spoilers. Well, the movie starts off with the the border, you know, and the uh, the terrorists going through the border blowing up. But then right after that, it goes to the supermarket, which is one of the most tense scenes of the entire movie. Right. And you, I think you said this is the scene you kind of wanted to talk about being like the most tense part of the movie for well, you? Well, just because the, the movie isn't scared to blow people up including a woman and a child who's trying to sneak out the door at the last second and uh just so many innocent people dying which is a reality of those kind of you know terrorist moments it's just hard to it took place a couple hours or a couple hours from here it was in kansas city well yeah that too yeah yeah you're like man that's my backyard yeah and that that really was the inciting incident for the government to be like okay drug cartels are now terrorists because they are getting terrorists across the border the Later, we find out that two of the terrorists were actually homegrown. They were actually from, like, New Jersey or something. And so yeah. 
later the government's like, well, we're backing you off now and yeah. that kind of thing. But um, but yeah, that was that was kind of the inciting incident mm-hmm. for them to call Josh Brolin and say, okay, stir something up. Well, I think in the first movie, we are supposed to already have the sense that Josh Brolin and his motives have always been do whatever it takes to get the job done. He's not a guy who really... He says in this movie that he the only reason why you called me here is because I'm dirty, you know? Yeah, he says, I'm going to have to get dirty, and they actually say, well, dirty is the reason we called you. Yeah, yeah. because that's his reputation, you right, know? Exactly. He's not a guy who follows the law, you know? Right. And uh, which is... I Maybe th- now I can discuss this a negative. They hired this guy to not follow the law, but when he doesn't follow the law, he gets in trouble for not following the law. Well, they mean to not follow the law in the way that they want him to not follow the law. But at the same time... do the th- Here's what they're saying. Do the things we want you to do and you're not constrained by the law. That's different, right? Like, here's your objective from us to you, and mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about the law. Yeah. They're not just saying, go break the law and however you want to, you know, that kind of thing. And also, were there no drones? Okay, there were obviously drones flying over, you know, uh, when they're escorting the little girl across the border, right? Mm-hmm. So there's drones there watching the Mexican, quote-unquote, police turn and fire on them. Right. That's recorded footage. Yeah. That should have been a, a open and shut. Okay, yeah, they were I obviously... I agree. I totally the- agree. I thought that while I was watching. I was like, well, this isn't, you know... Yeah. Something, but the the problem is the American. I think the problem is supposed to be that the American government doesn't want them to know anything about it. Like they don't want people to know that that was their operation at all. So it's yeah. not like they're going to go. Well, look, they fired first is because they don't want people to look at all. Yeah, I, I think is the idea. Yeah, still there was a weak point of the movie for me. Yeah. Not in the sense of how tense that moment was because that whole shootout was crazy. That was supposed to be that like our border moment. I think that yeah. was supposed to get as close to that as as we were able to get. But you're not going to touch that border moment the no first one. i i also think the the girl getting out and running away i like i just i would a kid really do that i don't know um, i would just think I, she would curl so, up in a ball in the back seat and it's been so long since i've been a kid right and i've never been raised by a cartel it's <laughs> true you've never been you've never been the 16 year old daughter of a of a cartel oh that first king. moment when we see her and she's beating the crap out of that other girl <laughs> and then you know the uh the principal is yeah. like She's like, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> she, that, That's why I really enjoyed her character is because yeah. you see the transition from a girl who knows who she is mm-hmm. to a girl who knows what she is. Mm-hmm. Because she knows she's a powerful, like her father is powerful, right. so therefore she's powerful. Now she learns he's dangerous, so I'm dangerous. Yeah. And seeing that transition in her to where she becomes basically uh, just a capsule for a human being, you know, mm. she is pretty much just lifeless by the end of that movie because she's seen so much. It really is a straightforward story, isn't it? Because yeah. they kidnap the daughter to stir up a war. That's all he's trying to do is stir up a cartel war so it's easier for the U.S. to take them down. I think the line has said, like... Um, you know, it's easier when your enemies are fighting themselves. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So they're trying to stir this up. They're trying to make it look like the other cartel kidnapped her daughter. They do a great job of it. Well, that um, whole DEA scene where they break in to rescue her, I'm like, man, that is so smart. Right, yeah. That's so good. Yeah. So, yeah. So then they, they you know, uh, 
teach her or not teach her, but, you know, pretend to her that she's, you know, now with the DEA. Although I think we're led to believe, tell me what you think. We're led to believe she's kind of onto them, right? I think that she's suspicious of what's going on. Right. I don't think that and she, she ne- it's never verbalized in the entire yeah. movie, but I, I feel like we're supposed to think that she's kind of onto them. Yeah. Um, Benicio del Toro, Josh Brolin, all of them take them across for I'm not sure what. Maybe you can help me out. They were why they were t- taking her back? Yeah, why were they were taking her back to Mexico? Okay, so to get okay, so there's we're we're shown that there are two cartel families that are rivaled against each other in yeah, this yeah, movie, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's supposed to be led to believe that the daughter is kidnapped by the other cartel family when, in fact, she's kidnapped by the U.S. government. Right. And the only way to get her back is the DEA is uh, having the her cartel go through the lands of the other cartel to pick her up, and they're hoping that once they're there, that the other cartel family will ambush them and start a war, you know, with the daughter and the head cartel guy there and basically just end the war right there. And Does so, that make sense? Uh, ish. I'm, okay. I, it makes more sense than I had in my brain. Um, and the Mexican government then, or the Mexican police, I should say, yeah. are infiltrated by one of the cartels. And so yes. are we led to believe that they now know it's all a setup? And Yes. Okay, okay. So then they turn and fire on them. And so it's a race to the border, but the girl runs away. And so Benicio stays in. Do, do you remember whenever they were in the, the food court and they were discussing with the Mexican agent how yeah, to... Yeah. Uh, he, we're supposed to be led to believe that he's the one who uh, tipped him off. Tipped them off. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Um, so now the situation is we've got kind of a, a you know a Logan situation with Benicio del Toro and the girl, you know? <laughs> except not his daughter. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but kind of. I mean, we're. I think we're kind of supposed to feel like this is a surrogate for him after he lost his family, you know. Yeah. Um. So you've got that situation in Mexico. He's supposed to come to the border, and Josh Brolin's, you know, give it gave him a GPS to let him know. And then basically the government's like, nah, just kill them all, make it clean. We don't want anybody to know about this. Yeah. Which I I'm not a fan really of that. You know, the whole I think well, it doesn't make a lot of sense, does yeah, it? Yeah, it really doesn't because he's proven to be a reliable asset. And the plan can still work. It just seems like the government in this movie puts forth so much effort, and then they just threw it away so effortlessly that uh, it was difficult for me to buy into that. Yeah. Um, But regardless, uh, Benicio del Toro is now charged with, uh, you know, or not charged. He's just he's uh, supposed to be scrubbed. He says, doesn't matter, I'm still going to try and get the girl across the border. And I think that the the border kid who's, you know, who knows it's him. Yeah. I think that that was a very... It's the most plot convenient moment in the entire movie. Yeah, we're, you know, we're being shown We just this... happen to run into this kid who just happens to see Benicio del Toro trying to take her across the border. Yeah. the whole, very forced. It was very forced, and I really was trying to buy into... Like, okay, how is this character, you know, important? They keep cutting to him and stuff. And then we see that they're uh, border crossing, you know, and I'm like, oh, so now he's going to run into the kid and the kid's going to call him out and that's when it's going to get tense. So I I saw all that coming. I really wish they could have cleaned that up a bit. Well, it's just way too convenient anyway. There's nothing they could have done to change how convenient that is. Yeah. Um, You know, and uh, which would you rather have, right? 
and when you're in a movie, and I often say this because I can forgive a lot of this stuff with movies, and I actually forgive this piece of convenience in this movie. Which would you rather have? Characters who you want to be super smart and do their job well be stupid in a moment to make something happen or just a piece of plot convenience to make something happen? You kind of have to pick one, right? I still think that the, what they could it's have done... It's hard to build it into the story in an authentic yeah. way. I still think what they could have done is they could have just uh, cut out that story altogether with the kid crossing the border mm-hmm. And just uh, showing like a couple of, you know, things here and there of, you know, this famous girl, you know, on TV and stuff. So everybody's seeing her face. They get to just a random border crossing group and then somebody recognizes her. But if you're, this is what I'm saying though, but if you're giving that the idea that everybody knows what this girl's look like, well then Benicio del Toro is stupid for trying to take her across and, you know, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I think you're right now. I think that you kind of have, have to one pick. Th- you have to pick ignorance or convenience. Yeah, in order to make it happen in a situation like this, I would prefer ignorance over convenience. Would you? I think so. In yeah, this, sometimes in this case, because especially something this convenient. Yeah, because I think that he could have said or thought in his head, you know, maybe you know, uh, all these poor people trying to get across the border, maybe they haven't had time to watch the news and see this famous girl, you know, so maybe he's just relying on luck at this moment because he's has no help from the U.S. government to get them across, so he's on to plan B now. All right, now we now we get to the part that I want to talk about. Um, so they catch on, they drag the girl in Benicio out, uh, and this kid is told to shoot Benicio del Toro, yeah. his character. Alejandro, I think is the character's name. Yeah. And, um, well, actually, a, a different kid is told to do it. He can't do it, so he gets blown away. Yeah. I was Which, like, "Well, that's a little psychotic." I knew that but, was coming, though. Did oh, you? I did too. Yeah. It was, and it was a little too obvious to me because yeah. it's all story setup. It's all like, "This is why we're gonna, you know, understand that the kid has to do this because he just saw somebody get killed." Yeah, yeah. I knew exactly where it was going. It's actually a cliche thing you see in so many movies. The right, guy like, "I can't do it, man. I can't yeah. do it." So then they shoot the guy who can't do it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So the kid shoots him in the face. Looks like a headshot. I knew immediately. Did you not know immediately that he shot him through the mouth? I thought he did, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, he shot him through the mouth. Okay. I I will say for, for, I went back and forth a couple times. I was like, well, maybe he is actually dead because there was a lot of blood. There was a lot of blood and he laid there for a long time. Um, But then when they show him coughing and kind of coming back to life, I wasn't necessarily surprised. Yeah. Uh, but I did go back and forth as to whether or not the movie might actually kill him off. Mm. And it's like what you said earlier. Nobody's safe. You know, yeah. in a movie like this, you just never know. So, Did you think that he was going to get shot? Or did you think that the Josh oh, Brolin no was going to... I had no idea. I had a feeling. I'm like, okay, this is a movie I could see him actually getting shot. Yeah. So it's not a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, they actually shot him. I was like, yeah, I could see that coming. That doesn't take away from the tension because... It's just a movie where you never know. And, of course, Josh Brolin then, even though he's supposed to kill the girl and clean it all up, decides to bring the girl back. Yeah, put her um, in protective custody. Put her in protective services, protective custody, uh, and do that. And then, almost instantly, uh, we're brought to sometime in the future where this kid now has has tattoos and um and benicio's waiting for him at the food court and says something like so you want to be a gangster huh or yeah, let's you talk know, about your future let's talk about your future or whatever i i just i didn't feel like the movie needed that scene like i was just like you know what set your sequel up somewhere else like i just you know 
I liked the idea of this movie ending with Benicio del Toro driving. Like, I thought that was a beautiful moment where he's just driving away. Where where he uh, gets confronted by a couple people, throws a grenade in their car. That was such a cool scene, and it was very cool. And then also he just kind of drifts. Yeah, and like he's passing out. Yeah. And and once again, I'm going. Oh, maybe he dies anyway, even though he survived the shot. Like that would be an interesting way to to end this. Yeah. And then it's like, no, and he keeps on driving. That's a great place to end the movie. I totally agree, 100. percent That's where the movie should have faded I out. Think so, it faded out. Credits right there. Don't yeah. show me that food court scene. Although at the same time, that food court scene was a factor, not the main factor, but it was a factor for the fact that I want another one. Now. Well, and that's why they do it, right? Yeah. Because they want to set up, you know, uh, sequels and that kind of stuff. And I I still think it could have served enough with him just driving away or where it would have been like, I still want another one. Because the movie was good. What about what about a post-credit scene? Isn't that why you do post-credit scenes? Because you have a great ending for the movie, but you still want to put, you know, a little something in there to draw people back? I think that post-credit scenes work for certain types of movies. That's what I'm asking. I'm asking if you think a post-credit scene could actually work for this type of movie. No, it doesn't no? feel like a post-credit you, scene You don't think movie. it could, could come up partway through the credits and do the, the food court scene and be a little better than... Because it just felt... I don't know. It, it felt forced to me at the end the way it was. Well, I totally agree with you on that. I'm just... I don't know. You how, might be right. I, yeah. I don't know. It just... There are certain movies where I'm like, okay, that was a like uh, the gray is a good example. Like, mm-hmm. there's a post credit scene in that movie. Why? <laughs> you know. Uh, well, that's the reason. The reason is because you have one more thing you want to tell the audience, but you know you've got a good finish to the movie. So yeah, that's why you do them. But maybe I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that I'm I'm right there with you. That the ending of this, I'm like, I I like the fact that there's going to be more. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I don't know about that the direction they went, you know? Yeah. It, it just doesn't seem like a natural progression. It seemed like it was something like, well, we're going to make more movies, so we just need to record something really Yeah, let's quick. make sure the audience knows. There's going to be more. Yeah, so. stay invested. Yeah. Yeah, we're coming back. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, don't, he has I don't a, think that's necessary. Now he has a Heath Ledger Joker face. <laughs> he just got, a, got sewn up bullet holes on both sides. You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I actually saw it happen. My father. <laughs> Uh, anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, no. I do want to see it again. Surprisingly, do I you? want to see this movie again. I'm not hyped to see it again. Because I still think for as, as more accessible plot-wise this movie is, I still think that there's more that I probably missed. It's a mm. dense movie. And I think that if I watch it again, I'll pick up on some stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, so now this part here makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's it's for me it's flawed but better than I thought it was gonna be yeah so I still really like it I think I good. had it uh right after uh won't you be my neighbor I think it was number six for me yeah, for the you year really enjoyed or number it. seven yeah, yeah totally I really do well there you go we'll be back next week to talk spoilers on Ant Man and the Wasp which by the way this isn't usually the case I've already seen Ant Man and the Wasp oh I uh, saw it like nine days early this time for whatever reason so went up to KC so, yeah I went up to Kansas City and saw it so uh so yeah I already have thoughts on spoilers on Ant-Man so and the what Wasp. are your thoughts on Ant-Man and the Wasp <laughs> no. we'll hold that for next week shall we uh all right thanks guys we'll check you out then bye
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.